Hello and welcome to another edition of Thrive in the Decline. This episode's a little heartbreaking for me because this week another Christian musician announced that they are no longer a practicing Christian. This week it was Audrey Assad. She's a fairly known Christian singer and she tweeted this announcement following it with a series of other tweets you should probably go and read. Shortly after she tweeted this, though, someone I follow on Twitter posted this announcement of her not being a practicing Christian anymore next to a tweet she shared just two years ago where she publicly announced that she's celebrating Pride Month. And many have pointed out or been pointing out that one leads to the other. I remember years ago hearing Tony Campolo's son, Bart. He's also a former Christian. He claims that progressive Christianity seems to be just a step away from leaving the faith entirely. And I don't think that people who say this are claiming that accepting the pride movement leads to leaving your faith. But I think what they're saying is that once you begin to throw off parts of the Bible, saying that we can't trust those parts, there's really nothing in it you can trust anymore. I think that's probably a good take. But I, I don't know that at least today I want to share that take, at least not completely. But I do want to say uh, this is pretty serious. I'm, I'm praying for Audrey. I owned one of her albums, and I really liked it. I, I'm sure she's been sincerely looking for something meaningful for years. Years ago, she left Protestantism for Catholicism. And just over a year ago, she announced that she and her husband were divorcing. They have a kid together. I'm sure that this is painful. I can't imagine, too, that it's been as pain-free as she's presented on social media. And we all tend to make things a little less chaotic when we present ourselves on social media, though, don't we? So anyway, back to this. I have a few sh thoughts that I'd like to share today. First, when both Isaiah and Jesus compare us to sheep, I don't think that's something we should just casually skip over. We, we follow, don't we? I mean, we call them trends because you can see what we're doing in charts. Generational trends, national trends, fashion trends where we all move together, following who? Following celebrities, following social media influencers. The mob certainly doesn't march on its own, does it? I, I think it's also telling that the Bible presents the case for just two shepherds. Some sheep know and follow their shepherd's voice. Jesus claimed that his sheep know his. Some follow the other shepherd. We like to think it's our own voice we're following, but when so many follow along the same path, we have to learn to admit that there are only two eventual resting places we're being led to, but we've stopped talking about hell. It's odd to me that so many deconstruction stories share so many details and often leave those deconstructing bitter about their past. Each story seems to be convinced that the one telling it is an, on an original journey and a unique journey, but like Solomon said so long ago, these stories aren't new. In fact, Nothing is new. It's all been done before in some way. What I find even more odd, though, is that with story after story, the story's teller believes that they're standing in a place that only few have stood in before. I wish that they would wake up and realize that many are telling the same story and many are standing with them and begin to see that the trends that lead to these stories or at least for us, every time we hear these stories, we should recognize the cultural trends that are leading people into deconstruction. Each story seems to revolve around sexual ethics, or around God ordering murder in the Old Testament, 
or around the idea that it's not fair for the God of the Bible, and then fill in the blanks about sexuality or hell or whatever else the issue is. And I share some of the same concerns. It's not fair to me when I'm looking at it sometimes that some people have to wrestle with physical disability and some others don't. It's not fair that some of us struggle with anger management issues that we got from our parents or from somewhere else. It's not fair that some of us have cancer running in our family and some of us can live however we want and never face it. It's not fair that some of us have birth defects. But where I think those things should cause us to run to the arms of God, we've become yet another culture who blames God for them and offers little in return other than that. Well, let's be honest, though. That's another thing I've noticed. Many who deconstruct seem to champion leaving faith in God and finding your own inner strength or your own inner spirituality. But here's where I really want to share a thought. I don't think it's the LGBTQ issue that pulls people away from our faith. I also don't think it's the fairness complaints. I I think those are window dressing, at least when I look at it. I think what primarily does it is that we cannot stand being out of lockstep with our culture. We can't stand the idea that our friends are wrong. We can't stand the idea that our friends who are good people and our faith seems to condemn those good people to hell. We can't stand the idea that we'll be an outcast. We can't stand the idea. And I I think that's part of the reason that so many of these stories start with celebrities who used to be Christian. Our culture is moving away from our faith and branding those who continue to practice it as hateful, as bigoted, as ignorant, as unloving, and celebrities who are used to the praise of their culture cannot handle when their cultures turn on them. And we can't handle it either. You wonder why God's people in the Old Testament started worshiping idols. (laughs) You wonder why they started sacrificing their own children. It's because the culture around them did. And they couldn't handle being out of lockstep with those cultures. That's the primary reason God wanted his people to steer clear of those cultures. He knew they couldn't handle it. And they couldn't. What I worry about And this is one of the main cautions of the book of Revelation 2. Let me read from Revelation 13. He required, he's talking about the beast, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or on their forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Now now look, I'm not going to handle that verse completely because I know there are several places to take it. I just want to suggest one. Imagine a culture where if you don't join in, you're not allowed to participate in the things that that culture does. No buying, no selling. I mean, think of the parallels just recently to what we're starting to see in our own culture. No government money if you don't adopt cultural views, right? We even shame those who won't follow the mob. I worry that one reason that many are walking away from our faith is because they can't stand being out of step with the culture around them. But that culture will eventually change. And I pray that one day it changes and begins to mirror godly values again. But that may not be in my lifetime. And I have to be okay with that. Fortunately, where culture changes and new trends are spotted often, there is something that never changes. God. 
God's word for us, God's love for us, God's answer for those of us who are looking. And sometimes it's easier to keep these things closer to us than other times. But that guy who built his house on the rock stood strong in the storm. I think we need to cling to God's truth even when our culture rejects it. Maybe Christians need to stop chasing celebrity too, being okay with not being famous, being taught from early on that it's worth everything to not suffer the fate of this culture. Unfortunately, if the Bible is true, many of those we love will spend eternity apart from us. I I think the thought of this scares people away from faith too. Fortunately, as we start living the faith we claim to believe and lovingly calling others to leave the emptiness of this culture in decline, some of them may find something of eternal worth as we point them to something real that we found in Jesus. Thanks for listening. Would you see me now? I spit upon.